Hey, Spooky Mamas. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I hope you're having a day filled of debauchery or prayers, whichever one you prefer. Hope it's a great one. So today we're going to just kind of tiptoe into a little bit of St. Patrick's Day, but mainly we're going to discuss leprechauns. That is a big notion with St. Patrick's Day for most of the world. So let's get into that. St. Patrick's Day celebrates the death of St. Patrick. He was born in Roman Britain in the 5th century. He was kidnapped at the age of 16 and taken to Ireland as a slave. He did later escape, and then he returned back to Ireland of his own free will, and he came to help spread Christianity to the people of Ireland. Now, he is thought to be the first person to explain the Holy Trinity using the Irish clover, which we also know as the shamrock, and he allegedly banished snakes from Ireland. It is believed that he did die on March 17th, the year 461, and he was made a saint after his death. The first record of actually celebrating St. Patrick's Day actually comes from St. Augustine, Florida, March 17th, 1601. And of course, we celebrate on March 17th to commemorate the day of his death. Now, over the years, the holiday became synonymous with the one and only leprechauns. This is obviously due to them bringing so ingrained in the Irish culture, folklore, and many movies about leprechauns. The folklore of leprechauns originated around the 8th century in Ireland around the Celtic time. They are of the fairy family and are known to be profound cobblers, and this is how they earn their money, which we know as their pot of gold. There are no tales of how leprechauns mate or procreate, and there are no tales or evidence of female leprechauns. It is thought that leprechauns are deformed babies of the fairies. Fairies are vain and beautiful, and they do not want ugly children. So it is thought that leprechauns come from deforming ugly babies of the fairies. They are described as tiny creatures who are in between two to three feet tall, and they were originally known to be all in all red. Unlike now today, they are in all green. Think about it. They wear their green little stockings and their boots, and they have on like the velvety green jacket, and that changed within the last 200 years or so, and that's due to the beautiful green landscape of Ireland, and it's being known as the Emerald Isle. They do live underground in the forest and hide in tree trunks when humans are near. And while they have no need for money themselves, they do have their gold coins. And this is how they lure and trick humans because they view humans as greedy. They like to hide their pots of gold by burying the pots in the earth or hiding it at the end of a rainbow. And since the rainbows are never constant and no one can actually find an actual rainbow or the end. This is part of their trickery. No one will ever find their pots of gold. Now there are five different types of clans of leprechauns. The Leinster leprechaun, they are known to be introverts who love honey. The Ulster leprechaun, he is the shortest of all the leprechauns and it angers him so if you mention it. They wear heeled boots and pointy hats to appear taller. They allegedly claim to be the best of the best poets and hurlers. The Meath Leprechaun is beyond intelligent with great knowledge. 
He uses his vast vocabulary, and this is a part of his trickery. The Connaught Leprechaun, they are said to be the most serious and reclusive of all the clans. They claim to be the best of the best inventors and philosophers. The Munster Leprechaun, apparently this leprechaun, is all about debauchery. He's compared to a party animal who loves to drink, and it's stated that when he is not drunk, he is endearing with a sweet tongue and charm. You can tell when a leprechaun is near by the tapping sound of their curled boots or their hammers while they're tinkering away, mending boots or shoes. You can also hear their mischievous giggles as well. Now humans can trap a leprechaun, but it's no easy feat since they are clever tricksters. It is said catching one brings good luck, and this is what we know as luck of the Irish. You do need bait, and the best bait to catch a leprechaun would be a coin or worn-out shoes that need mending. Now, they obviously love their gold coins, but it is best that you use silver. Like many magical creatures, silver has a hold over them that can weaken them enough to help you trap them. If a leprechaun fears that they are going to be trapped or that if you successfully trap them, you will be awarded three wishes. But this is where it gets tricky. When you are placing your wishes, you have to be very careful and very, very, very specific. Each wish with a leprechaun is like wishing with the monkey's paw. The wishes can have consequences. So for example, if you were to ask for a new car, it might show up and just run you over. It could possibly kill you because you didn't specifically say you wanted a brand new car to appear and be parked right beside you. And another example I seen was you could ask for your own pot of gold. But if you again, if you're not careful, that pot of gold could come out of nowhere and land on your head and kill you. You have to be very specific. These leprechauns do not want to part with any of their gold coins. In 1989, PJ O'Hare was in County Louth when he said he found a small skeleton that belonged to a leprechaun. The bones turned to dust, so he was unable to show the skeletal remains, but he did keep the small clothing and had them put up for display in his pub. In 2020, in Clare County, there was a sighting by a 17-year-old, Mary O'Neill. She was walking her dog when she said she'd seen a leprechaun sitting on a rock mending shoes. She described him as the tiniest man she'd ever seen, no more than three feet tall with a long beard. She described him dressed in a funny top hat with the knee-length breeches and the shiniest shoes she's ever seen. She said as soon as he saw her, he ran away shouting, you'll never get me gold, and disappeared. Now, Professor David Murphy at the Irish College of Folkloristics stated, we have been aware for quite some time of an increase in leprechaun sightings throughout Ireland. Leprechauns, or the little people as we call them, have long been considered extinct, but apparently not so. Now, here is a theory I have never heard before. He thinks around in the 1920s, all the leprechauns went into hiding in the country. And then there was farmers who run an underground business trapping leprechauns, and they were selling these leprechauns to traders in America. He states, they were then smuggled to America where they were forced into acting in the then-emerging Hollywood film industry. It totally decimated the indigenous leprechaun population and perhaps explains why they were forced into hiding. 
I am surmising that since the advent of computer-generated imagery in the film industry, the need for real leprechauns simply doesn't exist anymore. This is something I've never heard before. It's a very odd theory. I'm not sure about this one, but interesting nevertheless. Due to many believers, leprechauns are now protected by European directives since 2009. There was an estimate of only 236 leprechauns alive today in Ireland, and apparently all 236 live in Carlingford. The Irish Council for Civil Liberties has launched a campaign to preserve the status of the leprechaun, and the council has also called upon the government to provide housing for the leprechauns. Junior Minister for Social Affairs Darby O'Gill states the current and the past governments owe the little people of Ireland an apology for the shameful way they were treated through the years. Has anybody who may have listened to this episode or my podcast ever had any crossings with a leprechaun? Any run-ins? I would love to hear. Now, in America... The tradition of wearing green on St. Patrick's Day started, and this was so humans could be invisible to leprechauns or any other fairy folks so they would not be pinched. The four-leaf clovers are considered lucky due to them not having any religious symbolism. This originates from the Druid priests around Celtic times, and that obviously dated pre-Christianity. Now, this is thought that the four leaves do have some representation, though, Hope, faith, love, and happiness. So to close this short tale out today, the leprechauns love dancing, drinking, and making merry in all the clever ways. These little tricksters are something serious. So if you come across a leprechaun in your path, don't make any wishes. And then also, I noticed just from some videos, and I completely get it. But people of Ireland do not necessarily take kind to the way Americans just, I don't know, celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Um, Be respectful. And then again, whether you're having a pint today or saying your religious prayers, I hope y'all are having a hell of a St. Patrick's Day. Stay spooky, babies.